You're listening to Radio Free Cybertron. Hey, we're at TFCon. This is our Radio Free Cybertron special uh, report episode. I don't know what we want to call it. Oh, special point oh. Special point oh. Oh, that works. Special point oh. Hey, I'm Brian Kilby. With me, we have Matt, a.k.a. Melvar. Hey, what's going on? Diecast. Hello. Rob Springer. How y'all doing? And Don Ferguson. Hey, guys. Which was, I couldn't tell. I can't, which. He was supposed to be deep to follow me. (laughs) He was like, oh, hey. (laughs) Like, hey there, ladies. This is Rob. This is Rob, and I got a big, stupid voice. How do you like it? (laughs) Hey, so, um, Yeah. TFCon Charlotte, TFCon USA. Which do we want to call it? Uh, TFCon Char- oh, Charlotte. TFCon yeah. Charlotte. Okay. TFCon Charlotte. We should have to call it TFCon Charticon or something. That'd been fun. Yeah. Probably don't want to cross brand. I am yeah. wearing my uh, Charticon pin in uh, recognition of the original. Yeah, I didn't bring mine, but Eric gave me another one this wish, weekend. Wish I would have got one from him. I got my own at home, but. And his wife designed that. So, um, yeah, we are uh, at the uh, second U.S. edition of TFCon, which is, if you're not familiar, the largest fan-run Transformers convention. And it definitely has a different vibe than BotCon does. Uh, we've had a lot of people comment on that. Friends that have never gone to TFCon before comment on it. And I'm sort of getting into it a little more than I was last year. Not that I didn't have a good time, but it was just it is different than BotCon. It's more um, homegrown and organic i've really enjoyed myself definitely i'm kind of actually usually the weekends fly by i'm kind of like is it it, i thought it was sunday yesterday just because we stayed so busy but it's not it's pleasant the whole time like having the time of my life and it's also a lot more fluid in the fact that you 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 can do what you have a lot more open time to do what you want when you wanted to do it and it's just you don't feel quite like I need to be here. I got to be here. I got to be here. And then you wind up like at the end of the day, you're like, oh, I meant to do this, this, and this. But you've got time to do that now, I despite mean, having a packed schedule. Yeah, yeah. There, there are uh, panels and such going on all the time, just like at BotCon or any other convention. But uh, it certainly is. Um, it's a different vibe. Um, I th- let's just sort of run through the the things that we liked about the convention and things that we don't necessarily like about it. Um, we know that the organizers will be listening, so uh, hopefully that'll give some uh, feedback. Uh, so the first thing I noticed when I came in is I love the hotel. I yeah. absolutely oh, love this yes. hotel. This it hotel is fantastic. Is a, this hotel is one of the best hotels I've ever been in. Yep. This is a really good con hotel. Everything's close. There's only one concern with the con hotel. The it, internet. It has the worst internet that I've ever had at a hotel. Yeah, I recorded a... Uh, Review for the Pisidium figure, which is the Fans Project Function X9 Optimus Positum. Prime re- repaint, or Positum, or however you want to say it. Uh, it was a nine-minute and 50-second video, and it took about eight hours to upload it to YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to ni- oh, 2009. Yeah, yeah. I-, I could do that at my house in probably about two minutes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the internet has been horrible, but otherwise, uh, the convention facility is fantastic yeah it would be nice if it um there was a little uh, more available through walking distance mm-hmm. but everything is within driving distance yeah everything is within very very short driving distance. yeah like a couple of blocks really there's right. a nice mall down the road which i frequent 
Hmm. Great Toys R Us nearby. Yeah. Surprise Commander food options. Great. Yeah. yeah. Cookout. Five Guys. PDQ, a.k.a. Tenders if you're local. Bojangles. Cinnabon. Yeah. Steak uh, and Shake. Sm- uh, pl- a local place called Smokey's. Well, not maybe a chain, but Smokey's Barbecue, where I was like. Smokey's Barbecue, and it's, it's a chain. Sunny. And there's yeah. this indie place at Scottish, at, at McDonald's, if you've heard. It's of. Irish. Yeah, Irish, my mistake. I think it's Irish. Yeah. They, they also they, had they a make be- their own bread at a factory. Oh, wow. They also had a beef jerky store, which I really enjoyed. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, other than the Wi-Fi, this has definitely been the best hotel I've personally ever stayed at. It's nice. And uh, I would really recommend uh, another convention, hopefully TFCon, but another convention uh, considering this for Transformers. I, I actually did talk to to uh, one of the organizers the other day and dropped some strong hints that I would like to use this particular hotel again in the future if yeah, it's possible if this becomes an right. annual thing this would be great and what's great is it's a great room rate the room themselves i have plenty of room for everyone the not right. you know yeah, for hanging the room out the room we're in actually all the rooms that i know of so far have it, it's not just a standard hotel room it's, it's a got a living room yeah. Yeah. and a separate bedroom it's a suite every room yeah a suite. It's, yeah. It's, yeah every room yeah. is a suite and We've got a pull-out couch for a third bed. Yeah, and the, the the breakfast buffet that was included with the ticket, with the hotel room, is very good. Sometimes mm-hmm. they're hit or miss. This has been very good. And the entertainment in the form of the free booze that Diecast has been drinking has been fantastic. Yeah, well, yeah, you don't want to let that free booze go to waste. I mean, someone's got to drink it. Well, I'm not <laughs> drinking it, so you can you can have mine. Yeah, so, uh, but yeah, I really like the hotel. Again, the internet sucks. But um, it's it's really great. I think this is my favorite hotel that I've been to at a BotCon. Like uh, it's exactly almost almost exactly laid out like the one at OTFCC03, which is the same hotel we were at last year, but, but without remodeled, diff- yeah, remodeled yeah. different rooms. But um, the rate is much lower than yes. it was at that convention. I think last year with the three nights I stayed in Texas, it came up to five seventy five. Here it's just over five. So. Yeah. So you can't come yeah, I'm hoping other organizers can take a take a, a page from this. It's like if they can get this nice of a room at this rate with these free amenities included for this convention, hopefully other conventions, not just Transformers, but everybody can sort of take a page and try to get some better. Because that's the one thing is uh, sometimes the lodging is the most is one of your biggest expenses, and the rooms just aren't worth. And what I mean, you're paying. yeah, getting yeah. this getting this set up too. I mean, Colin organizes more than just this convention. He can he organizes like three or four conventions per year. Yeah, I mean, and he was you know, able, yeah, he was this, this, this is this is one of the best vacation values for someone traveling with this room rate and what you get with the room. <laughs> so uh, I, I think it probably helps the time of year that we're in. Um, definitely, if. Um, if we were here last week, which there, this is uh, near the racetrack. Yeah, Charlotte Motor uh, Yeah, we're Speedway. about a half a mile from Charlotte Motor Speedway, yeah, and last yeah. weekend was the week. And, was the race week. And uh, the, this is the official hotel of the of the track, so the rates would have probably been much higher. So yeah. I really like it. So uh, let's sort of, I guess, talk through maybe uh, through what the schedule had us do, I guess. Um, Friday – there wasn't a whole lot going on Friday. There's an opening ceremony, mm-hmm. which we missed. Uh, you know, Audio Knights did a thing. Audio Knights did a thing, which, sorry, Dave, we kind of missed it. But we I, heard it was I, great. I couldn't help it. We went to our room, 
and the air was broken, and maintenance went back and forth a few times. Should I fix it? They but they fixed it, but they gave you another they, room they promptly. It worked fast, but it just took an hour. So we were uh, out eating and such because we were hungry and uh, hanging out. But we did partake in the uh, the party bar karaoke, karaoke thing. Karaoke night, yes. That was fun. Don was amazing. And uh, yeah, I got, a, I got stupid and insane there for about five minutes. And you were sober. There is a fabulous video of Don singing karaoke on our YouTube feed. Uh, we, won't, we, we won't ruin the song because that'll be something of a surprise. It's, I, will, I, will give you, I will give you this hint. It's one of the greatest 80s songs that's not The Touch. Because this this particular karaoke setup did not have the touch. Don is not listening. Will be inspired. Don sing Doctor Feelgood. Don has not listened to a lot of music over the years. So <laughs> I have listened. I have listened to a lot of music. It's just I like a lot of eighties stuff. And this this is the this is the song that encompasses encompasses. It defines the eighties. We're tired. Yeah, it defines the eighties for me. Other than the touch, I'm I'll in, be honest. I was hoping you'd sing some Phil Collins. No. I thought about that. I was. I, w- I will say this: the runner-up to the choice that I did make was going to be "Private Eyes" by Holland Oates, but I chose the other <laughs> one instead. Yeah. See, I, I don't think we could have handled Don singing the Phil Collins because I mean, you you saw the bowling. Yes, when- yes. I don't think it's a, that's not a good karaoke song. That's my okay. I had a couple problems with karaoke, and there's nothing that you know TFCon could control. One, the fact that most people the songs they picked were not good karaoke songs. It was stuff that nobody had ever heard, and the crowd <laughs> couldn't get into it. Two, if you can't sing, it's awesome if you go up there and Just sing a song yeah. and ham it up. Do it once. Don't go back repeatedly. And there were too many re- repeats of people who can't sing, and it was terrible. It was like a- me, I, I can't sing, but, but I But you did it once. once. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't sing, so I didn't do it at all. I spared the crowd. Um, so I think one of the funniest things, though, that happened was this guy, and I don't know who he is. He may be a listener. It was kind of funny. Uh, he was really into it, but the song he was singing was very inspirational, and it happened to uh, time out nicely, coincide with this uh, football footage on the TV above him. Yes. So it was kind of like he was singing the score to the uh, to the football, football game. Montage. So we were really into it. We were applauding and cheering and you know whooping or whatever. And uh, I think he sort of read in more into it than he got. He, he was like, "I am doing great." And it's like, "Yeah, go you go, boy." It definitely seemed to fuel him. Yeah. Yeah, but he was good. Uh, but yeah, he was definitely one of the better singers, but yeah, one of, it was just one of it was fantastic. Favorites. Yeah, I sw- the 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 lady in the Megatron costume. I thought she was singing a Tool song. I didn't understand and the words. At the she end was... of it, uh, the girlfriend pointed out to me that she was singing that Kiri with the, the laser. You must follow. I don't know that song. Kiri laser, you must follow. Caroline, I think something like that. And I was like, I, I thought she was singing Tool. Like schism or something. Up. Yeah, it's like. And then yeah. by the end, I'm like, oh, I thought she was singing Tool. I watched I, it fall away now. So uh, I think the uh, the best performance was uh, Bobby Skullface. Yes. Oh, yes. He rocked it. Singing Eddie Murphy. Party he, all the time. He was really... <laughs> I mean, like he, like we we, t- we chatted before, and he said I, he asked me if I was going to go up, and I'm like, I can't sing. He's like, I can't either. But it didn't matter. He really he uh, put on a performance mm-hmm. to be remembered. Yeah, he was great. And if you uh, go to the Facebook groups, uh, just look for it. Um, people, I think um, Antoine posted the video. Yeah, I think so. Good, good. Just look for uh, Transformers Facebook group Antoine Lewis, and he posted it to the group. I'm certain. I think I saw uh, one of Bobby's friends filming it, so it might be on his YouTube too. 
yeah, it was uh, that was pretty spectacular. Yeah, he did great. Uh, man, I'm trying to think what happened after that. We stayed up late uh, and just chatted with people. Um, I think after that, we pretty much crashed. No. Yeah, I remember I was already asleep. Uh, I remember y'all coming in. and Oh, I woke you up and you looked so angry. Yeah, I, I think it was about one in the morning by that point. Too. I, I just yeah. I kept knocking my. I, I just remember I looked up, I glanced around, and just went back right back to sleep almost. So that's I all I remember. I remember waking up Saturday, realizing it was only Saturday. Mm-hmm. That's how much fun we had Friday night. Yeah, like we hadn't even gotten into the dealer room mm-hmm. yet. <laughs> it was just starting. So I haven't had that fun at like an opening night at a convention in a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I I'm like this isn't a knock against BotCon because I have loved the heck out of some BotCons, but I haven't had that much fun at a BotCon in a long is, time. This is, this is a very fun show. Like you're here to have fun. You you come for an experience and you have fun with your friends and, yeah. and all that. And it, it's it's much more I think fan driven. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, free liquor from five thirty to seven thirty doesn't hurt for a lot of people. And Diecast was so drunk. Diecast was gone. I, I was having, I was enjoying myself. Yeah, <laughs> and we were enjoying you. So Diecast Die is mooching free drinks off of other drinkers. people. Yeah, yeah. Well, you just gave the card to whoever. Yeah. I don't think you, I don't think I gave you mine. No. I'm sorry. Yeah, I would would have. I didn't think to. Um, but yeah, so uh, if you want to see like all my tweets about Diecast being drunk, go to my Twitter at bkilby and go back to Friday night. And uh, yeah. Okay, Saturday morning we got up, got breakfast at the breakfast buffet. Which was free and, and awesome good. and good, yeah, yeah and good. You know, I, the uh, yogurt. I always like yogurt in the morning, but I don't like Greek yogurt. I love I, Greek yogurt. I thought it was vanilla and strawberry, and I was about to get myself a giant bowl of vanilla, and I saw the Greek thing. I was like, drop the bowl. Oh, mm. <laughs> probably like who's this lunatic? So anyway, then we go yeah. over to get in line for the opening of the dealer room, which was. I mean, I had high expectations for this show. I thought it would do really well. The line was wrapped around the corner and went down another corner. I've never seen a line at a convention other than like New York Comic Con that I've been to a couple times that that was that long. This hotel is gigantic, and that line was more than a quarter of the building. Okay, so you've been to how many BotCons? One? One. You've been to how many? One. Okay, so there have been BotCons that have quadrupled five times that before. Yeah. Uh, But this past one, I don't think. It's been a minute. Uh, I think they were very close. TFCon may have been more. BotCon may have been more. They They were close. But like other bot cons have been many times that, but that was still an impressive line. Yeah, I remember one bot con. It ran down the wall. They stopped it at the end where the building was. They started. They started up the inside of the opposite wall and went up to the other pair of doors. Then it ran outside. Movie years are always pretty yeah. So there. yeah. So basically, it, it was it was just like. Down one whole hallway, and then we went outside onto the sidewalk. Yeah, so certainly this BotCon wasn't, I, I wouldn't say, the best representation for um, the amount of people that come to them. But it was, I mean, by any standard, the line at TFCon was impressive. A, a great turnout. Yeah. Everyone's convention is someone's first convention. Yes. So what sticks in my mind is the last BotCon I went to. Oh, you're absolutely right. You are absolutely right. But I, I think, I don't... Like I think the the internet 
expanding the way that it has and people being yeah. able to interact sort of kills not, doesn't kill but it minimizes the need for people necessarily to get together at conventions so i think the turnout at these cons maybe a little or a little less than they used to be but um right. I, I was really impressed with the turnout yeah it's, it's, it's well there's even even on a sunday there's already a, i mean it's it's Twelve fifty, it's twelve fifteen, and there's uh, there's already tons of people down there, you know, come and you know in the dealer room. Already. The dealer room was super packed um, yesterday. It was super packed last year. I think it was. It felt more packed on Sunday, maybe than this year. Maybe does anybody? Well, uh, I'm gonna say about. It. It's hard to tell if that dealer room was so small last year, and this one's pretty expensive. Yeah. So. More. Well, well, I will say this: it was as, it was as crowded Saturday as last year's at Chicago, and the room was bigger. So, I mean, you know, so there was more people here in a bigger room, and it was still it still felt as cramped there for a while till it thinned out. So, it's a good sign there was more people here in a bigger room. So, you, so I mean, your traffic's increased. I'll tell you one thing: you can't get without coming to a convention is great deals on stuff because we got some mm. awesome deals on some third-party stuff. Well, not just third-party stuff. I mean, stuff in general. Yeah, I mean, stuff yeah. in general. I mean, even BotCon, you get great deals on stuff at BotCon. Especially that, on Sundays. Yeah. yeah when people don't want to pack up. Like right now, I think especially is a, a great time to collect stuff that isn't new. Yeah. I mean, like when I say new, I mean like generation stuff that people are still looking for. But if you're looking for generation one stuff, Beast Wars stuff, yeah. Unicron Trilogy stuff. I mean, stuff is cheap, especially at conventions and especially days. Yeah, the uh, dealer days. full of it. And yeah. there's like, there's not, there's a lot of supply, not a huge amount of demand. Um, you were able to get, so for example, you got a universe, um, I'm pointing at Diecast, you got a universe sound wave today for tw- 15 bucks. Yeah. 20, 20, 15 bucks, you got a deal on it. Um, that thing used to go for 70, 80 bucks. Yeah, on eBay. Yeah, its retail was twenty, so you definitely gotta. Yeah, when it was new, I mean, like there was a high, there was high demand for that toy. Yeah, it was really hard to get. What the the deluxe? No, no, it was a came in a Voyager box. The Stalker. Yeah. Set. Oh okay. Yeah. Oh, oh so, the one based from from the from the uh, Stalker European mold. Yeah, yeah Stalker. Uh, then he was released in uh, Machine Wars. As yeah, Soundwave. in Universe he was packed with us. Spa- space case repainted. Yeah. But yeah, the. Um, Amazing stuff, and if you are a third-party collector, a lot of the uh, third-party uh, companies actually come here, and they sell things that don't necessarily necessarily include the um, online yeah. retailer margin, uh, so you can get some fantastic deals. Yeah. And Don is like, don't mention this because I have one on eBay right now. No, 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 <laughs> not, 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 not particularly. It's just, yeah, I've... Don't, don't it's a long story so uh what matt what did you get all right uh the fans project uh saurus ryuo set we diecast and i stumbled across the fans project table and they had the first three figures selling together in a bundle for 160 dollars and we figured out the regular price on that would be 230 yeah, yeah. It yeah. was basically buy two get one. Free. Yeah, ninety, sixty, and sixty roughly on uh, online prices at most places. Yeah, okay. So two ten. That's uh, still pretty amazing. And the nice part about it is that third figure has not been released to any of the stores yet that I know of. So it's the first time you're going to be able to get that mold or that figure. And then uh, there's a, there's a bunch of exclusives here too. 
which are new, uh, the Voodoo Robots, which is a black diaclone Ironhide. Yeah. That's the first time we're getting that mold also, and it's an exclusive to the TFCon, whether it be somewhere else, I don't know, but it's it's at least exclusive right now. And uh, I'm really impressed with that figure. I haven't had a chance to personally transform it yet, but there's ratchets everywhere. It feels really solid. It does have a lot of panels, but it's really good plastic quality, and I'm really looking forward to actually getting a chance to transform that figure. Yeah, the one uh, the one downside we found out, well, it's, it's a downside to me. I'm not sure how everybody else sees it. Uh, as we all know, the, the Not Dino King uh, will be coming with uh, optional shells. The shells are huge. They're Damn. beautiful. Yeah, they're bricks. Gorgeous. But they're absolutely gorgeous. And the robots can ride on top yeah. of the shells in robot mode like dino riders, to use a current thing. The Triceratops. That, the first thing I thought was dino riders. Exactly. They are huge. They are. But yeah. the downside is, is apparently, now this is what we're understanding. So, again, grain of salt, what we understand, they will be convention-only exclusive shells, and they're going to run about roughly $70, 70 a piece. That's rough. So the price is not that great, but you know what? The number of people uh, that actually want this, pretty low. Yeah. I want I want. I want it. I want it. It's, it's just, just it, not feasible. It's just, here's the thing. Even if I could get all six, and, if, and I can't go to every show, so even if I have someone at the show who's trying to find me one, I'm still paying the same price for the figures as I am the shells all over again. And I just, I can't make, I can't let myself do that. But you know what's great? You know what's great about that, Don? Uh, you don't want to move from your small apartment. So, <laughs> and these shells are not small, so you don't oh, have no, room for the, them. Anyway. These shells are not. I mean, they were larger than I was in. They're like a maybe. cat. Yeah. I mean, I think I think the Triceratops is bigger than is bigger than Massey than when I got him. Now imagine when that attacks. You. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh, but yeah. Why yes. are you moving? But yeah, lots of cool stuff. Uh, Diecast is reaching for uh, Pandemus or whatever. Positum. 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 Not Pandemus is Optimus the Crocs. Uh, yeah, Pandemus is the not sort of Scorpion. Uh, oh, and he is. Everyone, check out your pictures online because it's just he, uh, Don's in love. It's pretty. It's nice. It, it, it's, well, I'm not. I'm not in love, but it's awful pretty. It's it's nice looking, but it doesn't do it for me. So I'm yeah. I can happily skip it that. It's like power armor. Yeah, it's it's nice. Yeah, it's off model. It's kind of it's, it's, it's nice. I enjoy with it. It's kind of like that repaint Feral Rex. Okay, that's pretty. I I don't need it. Go ahead, Doc. Like model stuff though. Tell us about uh, whatever it's called. Optimus Proximus Prime. Yeah. Positum. Uh, I was just going to say he's really nice. It's something I've personally wanted for a couple years now, ever since we saw those original yeah. renders yeah. or drawings in uh, 2012. We speculated yeah. whether or not that would actually ever come out. Yeah, and Here it's it it's beautiful. It sold out within the first like hour or two, and probably about two hours. Um, you would have gotten it quicker if you'd gotten in the right line. Yeah, I, w- I was in the wrong line. I was in the l- line for the Voodoo figures. And they're not making any more anytime soon. And apparently they may not be making any more anytime soon, if at all. So whatever is sold might be the only ones out there. And Diecast turned around and sold one for 200 bucks. Yeah, well, here's one of my convention complaints is I made a mistake and I played one of the uh, games uh, where you can yeah, gamble a little bit. and He might have lost some money. I might have lost a little bit of money. But, but he made it back. That's the important but thing. But, yeah. So I, I do want to mention – let's go back to the dealer room real quick because I do want to mention that. So um, the dealer room was not is not huge. 
it's a good size dealer room. It's a good size dealer room. Yeah, if there I, there I, are I, a couple choking points though that captured yeah. Prey Fans Project Corner is tough so, to get through. Yeah, that was. So it's it's always a trade off size. You know uh, how much you can fit in versus walking room. Uh, the Botcon uh, dealer room this year was gigantic. Gigantic. It was, it, 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 but it, I don't. Was it full? I don't remember. But there was amazing amounts of walking room, and I loved that. Uh, this year at TFCon. It was, uh, you know, I mean, it, it's pretty good. But there's one thing I don't understand. There was this um, bingo-type game in there that I don't understand why that wasn't there at all. I would have much rather have had that space opened up for uh, walking. Uh, movement? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't get it. It seemed out of the way. It, it, I don't, it, just can't, it seems like, to me, that kind of hurt the deal room because um, it just uh, it seemed really abnormal and out of the way. The guy pushing it too is a little obnoxious. Yeah, I, I, I like, don't like being it, being hassled to, yeah, he, to play a game when I'm walking yeah, through the, dealer. The first three no's should be enough. No. Yeah. So uh, I so note to the organizers, I would like to not see that return. And and the good thing about the dealer room is, uh, even though this is a fan convention per se, you've still got your dealers bringing a lot of their best stuff. And the dealers room just this morning, I saw a Guard City and a Black Zarak. And the black Zarek was sealed, so I mean, you know, the sound he made when he saw, when I pointed that out to him. Yeah, I'm sorry. Black Zarek is one of the few. Is is I'm not again. I'm not bragging. I'm just saying. Being older, I got this. I got a lot of my stuff when the stuff was still dirt cheap and you know injured from Japan. That's still the one figure that was always been expensive. I wonder how many pieces it's in at this point. I'm guessing hundreds of millions. Yeah, it. it still, I wish I could have gotten that picture of Don just standing there staring up I, at it with his jaw. Open. I got. Well, I didn't get his face, yeah. but I got the back of his head. Yeah, if you if you, if, you, if you if you view that picture, watch out for the glare. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so the thing is, like Black Zarek, that's nice to me. Guard City. Guard City. I. That's the first time I've ever actually seen one in person. Uh, yeah, um, I don't think that I have. I've only seen videos and pictures. It was twelve hundred and fifty dollars, so it's probably which the last time I'll ever loose. see one in person too. Which is less than I thought it would be. Yeah, you know, but yeah, you know, but I'm hoping that at some point we will get. It would be nice that our G. I'm, I kind of want our G two Devastator to be G two Devastator that was not produced. If in our G two line, if it, when they get to it, but I wish that if United Warriors gets a repaint, I wish it would be Guard City. Yeah, I do too. I want Guard City and G two. Well, uh, one thing I saw is again, like you even see stuff you're not expecting. Like there's a dealer, I believe it's our friends from Retro Reboot. I believe is their table uh, have a 97 percent complete USS flag. Did they? Yeah, yeah. The, the, their, their their transformers are sitting on a, on a USS. Yeah, flag. I showed that. That to wasn't you. that wasn't retro reboot. No, it's oh, not retro. Oh, it wasn't. Okay, no, I'll they're in the same know. block as them. Okay, but yeah, I'll somebody apologize. somebody is using a USS flag as, as their display table, and, and it's and I, fantastic. And I, and I I texted a friend who's been looking for a flag. I have not heard anything back from him, but the guy said it's like ninety seven percent complete. That's and, the thing, though. It takes up too much space, and I would worry that it would break. Oh, it's yeah. it's. Gigantic! I would love to have one, but I have nowhere to put it. Yeah, I, I, yeah. A friend of mine who lives nearby has multiples. Yeah, but how often do you get? To, even if you're even if you're not a Joe collector or a Joe a big Joe person like me, I can still respect something like a, almost an almost complete flag. It's pretty cool. Um, anything else that sort of took us by surprise in, in the dealer room that we didn't expect to see? Mm, well, again, Chosen Prime had a really great looking display. They have one of the best. Yeah, they, they always the, do. They really go out. Well, oh. the stuff they sell, you know, is the masterpieces and unofficial masterpieces. It's meant for 
displayed, it's perfect, put on a shelf. So they really sit up like on the shelves, like yeah. look at that. You know, just just look at that. That could be yours. On that my could be on, on your my, bookshelf. On my last pass through, <laughs> I did see a three hundred dollar boxed Grand Maximus. I'm not sure about its level of completion though. What three hundred dollars for Grand Maximus? That's not bad. No, that had to be just the box. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like the box. <laughs> if that's just the box, I got a couple of those. I should bring them. <laughs> you have Grand Maxim. You have a couple of Grand Maximus boxes. Yeah, I got given good boxes for them, so I use them for like storage. <laughs> I have awesome. a Fort Max sitting in one, but not a Grand Max. That's awesome. I did see a dystopia in there. I didn't expect to see that. I thought it was like a short time thing. Yeah, no, you can still buy it from their website. Can't I you? had no clue. I just like thought it was a yeah. short time. I thing. wish they had brought one. Now, one of the other rumors I've heard is they're is supposedly they're going to try to keep Pandarus about the same price as Utopia. Pandemus. Pandemus. Pandarus. Antonio Pandarus. <laughs> um, Good evening, Sandemus. Sandemus High School Football Rules. <laughs> okay. So, um, but yeah, um, I wanted Dystopia, but I can absolutely live without it. Pandemus. I, I totally it's like It's down there. I saw it and I'm like, man, I really want that. Man, that's like a car payment. It yeah. cost fifty cents over. No. So um, after after we got our um, after we got our uh, Chinese Chinese, we yeah. went to some panels. Uh, the first panel of note uh, for me was the Flint Dilly panel. Yeah, which was a lot of fun. I actually talked to him in the elevator this morning. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, really nice guy. Uh, so I'm I don't know him, but I'm friends with him on Facebook. So I, I it's always I used inter- to be. yeah. Oh, did he unfriend you? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it was just a purge, but it was right after I was like. Like so, like I read, I didn't like autocracy. And I read an issue I was like, man, they're just kind of making this no, up as it goes. And then I noticed, hey, I'm not friends with Fred yeah, Dilly anymore. I think that's what probably will happen. Um, so, uh, but his panel was interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. He described, I didn't know this, and uh, he described the um, the '86 cast as the '85 uh, Chicago, Chicago Bears. Bears. Yeah, that's who he based them all on. That's interesting. I, I've heard him say that before, but it's great to hear it again because, like, I knew it was a football team. I just can't remember which one. Hey, for those of us who don't have any idea what you're talking about, can you explain? It's that? a football team from Chicago. Yeah, I know, but what makes the '85 team so special? I don't know. It's they won. Football. They won a uh, Super Bowl. And there's the a lot of spots on them. There was a lot of people on that team that are still well known today. Oh, okay. All right, I got um, it. He I got also it. used the sword in the stone reference a lot yeah, uh, yeah. for the Matrix. The Matrix. Matrix. Yeah. Matrix was Excalibur. Yeah, and I think we already knew that the Matrix. The point of the Matrix was to waken up Cybertron to turn into Primus to fight Unicron. Yeah, I think we all knew that. But it was great hearing it. You know. From the source instead of hearsay. Uh, then Rick's panel happened, which was fun. Which was a lot of fun. Um, so he said that uh, he he would try to keep his opinion out of it as much as he could. He was pulling his could, hair out during the panel. Yeah, it was, that was a lot of fun to watch. <laughs> I feel I feel bad for him. Like yeah. so, one thing that I always try to get across doing the podcast is Hasbro is a business. Hasbro is not a guy in his basement who is trying to just run stuff out of their closet or whatever. Uh, so they have to make business decisions, and what he describes sounds like every single well, business it. in America. It's not just one team; it's several teams, and there's shareholders. You know, some, something's going to hit along the way, and when people take these things personally, it's like, look, I've been buying these things for thirty something years, and they don't know who I am. You know, r- real talk. You know, it doesn't make it any less frustrating for the oh, people definitely. that are affected by it, though. Yeah. I mean, because you know, you talked about the Bible that they put all that work yeah. into to have a to have the cost a quarter of a million dollars. Yeah, to and compile. It's, it's sitting in the bottom of somebody's drawer right now because the part the parties involved just couldn't get together and follow a common blueprint. And uh, putting Prime together, Transformers Prime, sounded like a total cluster. 
It sounded like it was just uh, a yeah. comedy of errors. Especially Which surprised me. Three. Yeah, it really surprised me just because I really like Transformers <clears throat> Prime. It doesn't necessarily speak to its quality, but it, uh, because mm. it, it speaks to the inefficiency of it, of Hasbro working together with uh, whoever the I production think, company right. was. And there was some, you know, some flaws with the toys back because, you know, the show wasn't exactly what the toys were supposed to be or vice versa. So oh, it, it's kind of like uh, going back to what he said, uh, like marketing really tried to run a lot of that mm-hmm. and that um, Hasbro wanted to have properties and not necessarily toy lines. So there was really no way to pay for the cost of mm-hmm. the hub and Transformers Prime because there wasn't a toy line to support it. Which is completely putting the cart before the horse, yeah. and it's sort of it's sort of sad if you stop and think about everything that was said. Uh, I liked Prime, and I thought we got a good a good for all the behind the scenes drama. I think we got a good overall show. But imagine how what we could have gotten if everyone had just gone on the same page and tried focused on having good toys and a good show without all the egos and the marketing involved. We could have got something phenomenal. And I'm going to use a word, and I'm not. I don't mean it in a negative connotation because it. You know, I, I like this stuff, but I think if Prime had been the show that Hasbro wanted, it would have been way more fan wanky than oh. it was. And I think even though they didn't get the references in that they wanted and they didn't get the the tie-ins and stuff, I mean, I think the product ended up being pretty good. I, I'm yeah. not a huge fan, but it's kind of like um, we. It's kind of like my what Great Ant RC line or whatever that they mm-hmm. had in Beast Wars. Right. You know, I I love Beast Wars. I can live without that line. One thing I thought was cool was the stuff that was intended for one thing. It f- circled up there, like you said, the uh, current we, the Enigma combination was in the Bible and was given a placeholder name, Enigma combination, and they planned to change it. And that popped up in IDW layers like, well, now we're stuck with it. Or the funniest for the MMO that never really worked out, the Thunderwing. At the end of the Prime game that came out like on Wii and all that, he's the final boss that designed the Thunderwing. So it's just kind of like how these things popped up later. I mean, you know, they paid for the production of this stuff. They got to really use it. Yeah. I mean, it's equity. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. Exactly right. Ideas have a way of showing up. Mm. Uh, but Rick's panel was fun. He talked about this aligned continuity uh, that they wanted to do. No, well, you know, the line con- the panel was what the failure of the line continuity. The line continuity was building toward this uh, relaunch of all these uh, vault oh, properties. Oh, that yeah, unit that, E that. thing was fascinating. Oh yeah, that uh, that was so that could have been such an incredible, just like a big bang of that. Was a love note to you, Don? I mean, mask and visionaries, basically mask and visionaries and humanoids. Well, kind of in humanoids. Yeah, well, it's humanoids by another name. Yeah, yeah. So. Hasbro was going for a shared universe with all their properties. You know, you know, possibly cross pollinate. Ironically, yeah. I think it was last year we are talking about, well, you want to see it at uh, Comic-Con or whatever, and I said, I'd love to see them do a Hasbro-like All-Stars line with all their things, and apparently they thought about so, it. So I, I want to say this. I want to say this. Sounds like a great idea, but because I always have to add that but to it. There's a dark side. There's a dark side. So if that had happened, it would be kind of like the relaunch of the DC universe or whatever. Mm-hmm. You can't please everybody. You're going to piss somebody off. So some of the descriptions of the characters, the way they were going to handle them, would make the f- fans of those properties probably less than happy. I'm pretty sure the thing with Synergy would have pissed off a parent or two. Yeah. So, Making her more adult. Yeah. So well, yeah. so there's a it's, – it's maybe ultimately a good thing that it didn't happen. Because I think they were comparing it to the Marvel Universe. Right. The Marvel Universe that we have in this Marvel Cinematic Universe is a once-in-a-lifetime sort of event. That sort of stuff doesn't happen without 
billions and billions yeah. and billions of dollars going into it to make it work like it is. I, and it, it, the Marvel Universe, sh- Cinematic Universe, should not happen. And, and nobody else is going to pull it I off. I think the only other thing close to it is the Universal Monsters, how they were one giant continuity. But that was like how long ago and took how long but, to do. But, I mean, they weren't tied together so well, much. Well, yeah, they were. Like when they did a combo films, they followed up the one that came before where they both were in. That's Yeah, but that's It not was quite, looser than this. That's yeah. not quite the same thing. Yeah, it was looser, but th- that's the closest to this is where I think we've really gotten. But, yeah, or the, you know, like All in the Family and the Jeffersons. Yeah, like I said, there's loose, but this is like super duper tight. Yeah. But yeah, in Mash and after Mash, yeah. and uh, Mash and Trapper John M D. Yeah, well, it's it's weird, you know the you know, the whole unit E thing is just there would have been Rom in some fashion, Duke and Matt would have had this, this bromance of sorts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt would have had some kind of relationship with Synergy at at some point, an oddball relationship. But it's one and of the, Princess Lollipop from from Candyland. Candyland. The, the, Who would be the most powerful character? The original plan for Stretch Armstrong that instead of the one they were had to use with a basically him being Hulk Hogan, yeah. that would have been great. So just a lot, a lot of what if could there that you could still cherry pick from and do, but a lot of it would never fly. But okay, so Rick's panel was fun. Uh, then we had the third party panel, all six hundred slides of it. It, of course, that's not 600 individual toys. No, no. Many, no. Many, most of the slides were just pictures of the same toys in different angles. Somehow there's a misconception that they showed 600 toys, and I guess they've never been to a PowerPoint before. No. There was actually a surprisingly small amount of new stuff that we have. Yeah, it's about most, 20 toys total, right? Yeah. yeah, most everything we've seen up until the very end, and some of it was shadowed in teaser, teaser images, so we really couldn't get a lot off of that. We are getting like a new city commander, uh, a new form of city commander from Fans Project uh, that you can transform Classics Magnus and Classics Optimus with the armor still attached so you don't have to do the take the parts off. I, so I don't remember that, and I will say that virtually nothing do I remember from the – I mean, we didn't really see a lot new. We saw some new stuff. We saw sketches for the Monstructor versions of the yeah. Which the looked awesome. Yes. I'll be honest with you. I – Really enjoyed the logos for the different companies a whole lot. I was just like, oh, because they were getting kind of creative the way they'd spell them out. That was, and, that's probably stupid, but I was just like really appreciating it. And it logos. was uh, Ryan that was running the panel? Uh, Ryan, she. I can't. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah. It is. So, um, but he was running the panel. Uh, I think normally in Part of Man runs it. Yeah. But he did a fantastic job running it and keeping and, stuff straight. Well, you know, he just went, he flowed, and in the middle, oh, when they had that mic problem, they had to correct something. Not mic problem, sorry, people told people to slow down. He just stopped and then right back up, like he totally prepared it. But the thing, thing, the thing about this is, the thing that stuck out to me more than anything else, every two minutes, well, this is a new third-party company. Well, this is a newer third-party company. Oh, well, here's here's a new third-party company. Oh, here's a new third-party company. Oh, this is a new third-party company. Oh, this is a new third-party company that thinks that we need another Devastator. Mm. So I'm like, oh. He was misting it a little. Yeah. Mm. But no, but the thing is, he, he was stating fact. Yeah. Because we had a lot of new third-party companies, which, again, one of my problems, it's almost impossible to keep track of all this stuff. Well, just like those names, like which version of Unicron, I mean, not Unicron, Devastator do you have? Well, I got Paul and Dungus. You know, what is it? Which, who? Show me it. Okay, that one. Yeah. It's impossible to keep track of. And the, the, <clears throat> the number of Optimus Prime combiner were parts. Upgrade upgrades for One of them was, it seemed that it almost was an entire upgrade of the thing, of the whole toy. But, um, like, we got, like, two or three Infernos. 
we got we got that monstructor. Uh, we're getting we're getting um, new remasters, which I think is pretty cool. Except I'm not going to buy any more, but the one that I have is nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the thing that gets me about these third party panels, it's kind of like there's so many companies that are doing this, and every single every single um, character is on the table. Where with like Hasbro doing their stuff, they have basically finite resources, relatively speaking. And, I'll, and I'll, I'm saying that because they're one company as opposed to a hundred. Mm. Um, they can't make obscure all the obscure characters that you know they do a great job, mm. but so they can't make you know like uh, the um, Tarn figure yeah. necessarily or something like that. So when a third party company shows off like oh we have a Tarn, there's not a lot of oohs and ahs. Because if all these companies keep going, we're going to have every single character that's ever been conceived in triplicate. My thing is I watch it, and since so many of them fail and so many of them succeed, it's like, should we start a, a betting game at these panels? Like, he's like, this is a new one. Okay, what's your, what's your points on this one? Yeah, what's the one over goes? and under on how long they last? Like, we can do, like, a, a, a running game here. Like, who, who's got bets on this one going? Well, let's form a new band with these guys and these guys and put out stuff. Like, yeah, we got enough stuff. They're starting to track it down. Let's listen let's move. Like, I mean, so, uh, talking about tracking it down, we talk about a lot, um, you know, Hasbro and what's their legal obligation to, to track this stuff down. Uh, did somebody say that? Yeah, I mean, Tarn might be the one that they might put their foot down on because I mean, his face is a Decepticon symbol. And none of them come with symbols because you buy them separate. I mean, from Pandanus, Pandanus, his stinger is a Decepticon symbol. Yeah, that's where they're get, it's getting close. Like, if Hasbro is or Takara is going to be like, no, those are the ones that are going to push the buttons because I mean, those symbols are the hot buttons. We what we we assume we don't know. I would have to because it's like. None of them have the symbols on them. That's why Repro Labels always puts out those. Re- you know, they have places where you put that Repro label. Repro. On. I mean, I know Hasbro has worked with Aaron, but I mean, Repro, Repro Labels does the symbols. So I mean, yeah, they haven't been shut down. Well, the thing is, those are for uh, putting on the existing toy. This is a toy we didn't put on already, so that might be crossing the. Maybe we'll, we'll find out. Farce. We'll yeah, find out, or if maybe it doesn't. Who knows? Or maybe Hasbro can't do anything. Maybe, maybe they, they choose not to do anything. Well, once again, it's so it's like the Easter basket crap at Walgreens. It's so small, it's not worth their time. May, oh, I don't know about that anymore. Yeah. I used to I used to think that. Yeah, but yeah, look how many of these companies are out there now. Yeah, and you know, Hasbro is trying to court the fans with things like Titans Return and Combiner Wars. Yeah, uh, the fans are certainly on Hasbro's mind. It seems like they're trying to steal away fans from the third parties, less so uh, just ignoring them entirely. Yeah. So, um, well, also, that's the whole, they have to be a certain, you know, they're not exactly like it. They're just enough to pass as something else. That's also uh, where I would say those symbols none of them, might. Almost none of them are close enough to pass for something that's else. That's what I'm saying. Those symbols an, might be the an, close enough. Like, that's An ours. Ironhide is an Ironhide. An Optimus is an Optimus. There is no ambiguity whatsoever yeah. to 99.5% of this stuff. Yeah. That, that's why I keep saying those symbols might be the no button just because of that point yeah, yeah. So but so, then again who knows maybe it is one of those are like screw it it's just so, but where i'm trying to much. where, where yeah. i'm trying to go is is there somebody is hasbro worrying about this is it too late to worry about this i mean legally they haven't i mean nothing has really happened so i i mentioned this i know personally that hasbro has gone yeah. for things like supply chain leaks and stuff like that yeah um so they're well, 
There, I mean, there are uh, instances where Hasbro has tried goes out of their way to protect their mm-hmm. legal responsibility well, of their stuff. Well, they have to in certain cases, but you know, like when people stealing stuff in their supply chain so that a YouTube reviewer can review it yeah. is one thing. But all this third party stuff, they've done nothing with. Yeah. So I mean, there's theft, physical theft, and IP theft, and. They've acted on one and seemingly not acted on the other. Is that because Hasbro is really open to the idea? I don't know. Well, also, being that so many are based in China, it just starts escaping the laws where they can actually do something about it. There's Interpol and things. I mean, I yeah. yeah I mean, I mean, they, it's it, it's it's, it's for someone who cease and desist on the people that are selling the product, though. Yeah. But the, and they haven't. So it's, it's a it's a legality that I don't know, but I can only just speculate on. It, it, it might be easier with their sources to do the physical theft. Proving it and getting an actual stock, uh, losing money that way, than doing the IP thing. But just to Melvar's point, they could put a season desist at BBTS, and well, they haven't. The ins- the the insider theft also gets more down to um, leaking their pro- for like stealing their stuff basically, so comp- competitors could copy it. While this is once again a whole new production, it's another bad analogy. Uh, it's, another, it's, another, it's, it's, another, it's another paradigm. It's another yeah, dynamic. It's entirely. completely different. Uh, like, no, they're stealing our early production samples. That could be not, sold to a competitor or whatever. This is that's someone else's product. That's a different altogether game to go after. So, yeah, I don't know. So, I mean, so like uh, opinions have, like, you know, opinions are fluid. No. My opinion has evolved over the last six years or so oh, on definitely. the third party stuff. I used to be completely against it. Then I was mostly against it. Now I'm like, Hasbro isn't doing anything about it. So what? I, I think the economics behind it is kind of silly, especially when you have 15 devastators. But I mean, if they can, if the company's doing it, make money, or if, if they, or if they don't care, I'm not going to worry about well, it. I, I've never really been too against it. It's just not, it always hit a logic thing with me because in my mind, the unofficial item should be the lower quality thing. Like in my, I guess, crazy OCD, I'm like, I bought that off-brand Sega Genesis controller at Walmart because I didn't want to pay 30 yeah. for the real one. So I'm like, the third-party part is always the cheaper route. And here's a high, a super high-quality thing that costs more. And I'm like, you guys understand I'm crazy. It's not working in my head right now. No, th- yeah. I, 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 I'm yeah, right where sense. you're at. Yeah, yeah, and I, I mean, I've got plenty of them, but I haven't really went overboard yet. They're always been kind of, like, I got Evil Lord this weekend. And, you know, I've got, like, UFO and stuff. I don't have a whole lot of them, but I have no problem. I'm looking at what I bought this weekend, and uh, at least half of it's third party. Yeah, I, have. I bought more than I thought I would. Every Everything in mine's third party, just because there's nothing really official that's either out yet, that's here at the show, or that I won't I'm looking right at, now. I'm looking over all this stuff that's at here, G1 stuff, whatever. There are very few things that I want that I can realistically afford. I mean, yeah. th- there's a few mm-hmm. boxed pieces that I, I'm not. I'm not an MIB collector, but there's a few characters I love that I would like to have a pristine boxed character. I mean, but I, I'm not paying that much money for a boxed character. I mean, I, I could afford to be like an AFA collector or something if I wanted to. If I wanted to stay married, if I, but if, if I didn't want to stay married, but you know, I'm I'm not going to do that. Well, a- AFA is another. It's like I was talking to one of the guys down there earlier, and he had a he AFA graded a couple of comics, like the first appearance of Venom. He had read them, and he had junker copies he could read. But he wanted that thing frozen in time. Venom, but, Lethal Protector. No, 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 no. no the first, the first appearance of Venom. Oh, two ninety eight or three hundred. Whatever. Yeah, and, and stuff like that I can understand. But a Transformer, like if I, like say I, I want a, I would like to have a Trailbreaker mitten box, just perfectly mitten box. 
I always go for the oddball stuff at cons because yeah, like, me too. I, I like I, I hate the. I always feel like I feel like a, a jackass saying it, but I look around and go, I got most of the stuff already. Yeah, so either. I'll go like go buy a kit or I spent excuse me I spent a hundred dollars on Q toys this week. Yeah, weekend, and I still want more. Well, it's like on Sundays, you know. I, again, like I said, I'm not trying to brag. It's just being older than most people. Yeah. I was getting my stuff when the stuff was dirt cheap everywhere in Japan. Stuff, so, most of the stuff is dirt cheap again. Oh, it's yeah. not just that. It's just yeah, it's the stuff. Just, I was at a dealer table, and I was looking at, uh, what, what what was his name? The, the Fusor, that's a Tiger, Baboon, Crossover. Baboon. Yeah. Baboon. Baboon. I was sitting there looking no, at Bantor. Bantor, thank you. Oh, Bantor, yeah. I was sitting there looking Duh. at his card, and I got stuck in the middle going, I remember buying that KB. And now, you know, sitting here in front of me like a like a relic. Stuff like that, I'm yeah. like, I welcome, bought the stuff when it came out. Welcome to getting old. Yeah, well, yeah. You know, it's like on Sundays. This is the day I look around for other people. Uh, for my friend Fred, I bought an Ultra Act Ultraman, the first Ultraman for that we got in the U.S. Uh, I'm now checking the cubby holes, the corners, the boxes, the you know stuff, the oddball stuff that yeah. from other lines, visionaries, mass figures. I don't have stuff like that. Well, I was. It's when I saw the Energon stuff, like you just said, tied away for a while, was going for a lot. It's actually kind of hard to get. I'm like, no, I only bought that what oh ten years ago. Like so, we, and it's, just, and it's that stuff because it's like, that's the stuff that's up there now because it's kind of old. These guys are getting these things, and I'm just like, well, I've got that. Six step on you. Yeah, I, I I bought it when it. You know, that's just a, okay. Yeah. So I guess going back to the convention, um, we're old. Yeah. What happened? <laughs> so after the uh, third party panel, we sort of we sort of basically left the convention again to hang out, right? Right. Well, any- yeah, it was towards the end of the day anyway. I mean, we pretty much went right back to the dealer room, and it was getting ready to close. So we pretty much tried to avail ourselves to the amenities here at the hotel, like the hot tub and stuff. Mm-hmm. Hot yep. tub was nice, but really loud. It was incredibly loud and yeah. not hot enough. So we then moved out to the fire pit. That fire that, pit was, was nice. That was awesome, even though it got down to like 50 degrees or so. Yeah, it was a little chilly, and the fire was not big enough to compensate for it. I yeah, that's why I came in, because my throat was starting to get a little scratchy. It's like I am not getting sick on my vacation. Uh, this morning, though, uh, we pretty much got up, went got breakfast, which was interesting. Uh, and uh, after that, uh, we went to the dealer room, looked around for a couple of minutes. I ended up picking up... Um, a couple of things, nothing major. Did, that's when Matt got his uh, fans project. Not Dino King. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, today, there's a podcaster panel at f- uh, four or five. 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 I may or may not be here for that at that point. I don't know. Um, Don, are you heading out before that? I, I was planning on staying around for that and leaving right after the show was over uh, just because – I want to get back up home and get pick up Massey in the morning. I, I I understand. I, I totally understand that. Um, but I don't really know what else is going on. Anything else worth um, the organizer yeah. panel? Yeah, I, I do kind of want to be there for that. You love organizer panels. I like them too. It's it's fun. I, I guess it's a eye on the inside of what's all going on and what happened. I have the tiger. It's the. I have the Tiger Tron. It's the thrill of the oh, fight. It's the thrill of the fight. That's what it is. Rising up to the challenge of our rivals. I'm going to go jog now, guys. Yeah, I need to jog. Yeah. So, um, But yeah, actually, so uh, I guess all in all, I mean, one of my favorite parts of the whole weekend, though, is, is always fans coming up and saying hi. Uh, I'm, I'm less awkward this year than I have been in the past, I think. 
Uh, but it, you know, like it's it's not it's like to me it's nothing new. Fans coming up and saying hi, I, I like what you do. I mean, ever since at least the first botcon I've been going to for like over ten years now. But it's um, it's it's still kind of, it's still kind of it's still a little bit weird. It, no. It's it's still weird to me because I've I've only been to one botcon. This is only my fourth convention, and the first one I wasn't on the podcast, so nobody came up to me like that. And I, it doesn't happen to me a lot. It's it happens to me a little bit, and it's still kind of weird. Uh, so if you do that, and I'm sorry. Yeah. Like I'm still I'm not used to that. It was it was it was less common before video. Like when we started doing video in like no. 2010. But uh, yeah, I mean, like it. It people have always come up and said hello. It, and, it, yeah, it was. It's definitely went up in numbers of people coming up. And I, but and it I never have stopped. No idea flattering. how to respond. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's not unusual. For someone to come up and say, hey, you know, I love your show, RFC. Uh, what was new for me this time is people actually coming up and say, hey, I love your reviews. And that really surprised me. And, and uh, thank you for everyone who's been watching and, you know, continue to support those reviews. Yeah. And you've done a great job this weekend with uh, uh, getting in touch with people and um, also doing photos and things. I had a surprisingly large amount of people come up and tell me how much they like being awesome. And I'm like... Really? I yeah. throw, it up, throw it together 15 minutes before I take a shower. <laughs> Don't tell people that. Well, I mean, it's, I've actually people told me that's why they like it. They like the one conscious stream of thought and it's over. And I'm like, oh, okay. Because, you know, I don't get too much feedback. And when I do, it's just like, hey, great job. I'm like, is so, it? So what I like, I think the best, though, is people coming up, not saying I like what you do. Uh, oh, hey, Brian, uh, can you get out of my way? I need to do this. That's the great thing about our network of shows is, uh, you know, we have so many different podcasts and reviews and interviews and at pretty much everything Transformers. There's even a blog on there if you if you like that. Which I haven't updated in a while. Yeah, my but, bad. But it's there. No, but no, it's okay. You can catch up. But, more uh, Cthulhu story. I'm, 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 I'm going I'm I'm to revoke Rob's access to post to it, and I'll just post to it. Rob, quit writing weird stories. It was yeah. fun. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, check out tfradio.net, and uh, you can see a list of all our shows and everything, and we'll even update the website soon. Yeah. And and what's what's strange for me is uh, most people most people knew me already. Uh, apparently, I had some mild con goers anyway. Yeah, con yeah, the con goers knew me. But now that I've been doing the doing this show, it's like people say, hey, "Which show know, is it?" TFYLP. <laughs> no, it's it, it's both. It, I, I I get recognized for both, but um, for, in both cases, I get known more for the Massey attacks than I do. They recognize my voice. Hey, you're the guy with the cat. So at least y'all are getting recognized for you. I get recognized for the cat I own. Well, think of so, it this way: you've moved. You know, you've got your RC now. You've moved on to something else. Yeah, I'm just I, I'm just giving Don grief because whenever he talks about something, well, on TFYLP I said this. On TFYLP I said that. But well, when he's on it, when he's on that show, he's like on another podcast. I said this. Well, it, I'm, I'm just trying to be balanced. I don't want to like once both are di- both are transformer podcasts, but their formats are very different. So I'm just trying to you know balance myself between the two. Yeah, it's uh, there are a lot of podcasts. We're giving you grief, Don, because we are. love you. I know you are. Yeah, but it's, it's awful fun. It's fun. He's doing his Don voice. So, so my uh, my uh, my po- my other podcast is uh, semi based on Don, a little bit, which is hysterical. We just listened to two episodes this weekend. I I interviewed Don on it, and that would go up this week. I can't wait. I mean, it, it was good. I can wait. I can wait. <laughs> Not a nightmare. I'm conflicted. It was good. They're a quick listen, too, right? They're about two minutes, two three to, minutes. Two to, two to five minutes, yeah. Yeah. Hey, everyone. It's Brian. 
This is a happy day, happy day. That's now, 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 Brian, is it called happy, happy day? It's just, it's just happy, happy, happy day. Hey, Don, you're such a shut up, Rob. Rob, shut up. It's slightly, it's slightly based, it's slightly based on Don, but it's more based on people that I know locally. I'm so flattered. I have a Don podcast. He donned it again. I'm gonna kill all of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna see it coming, but it's gonna happen. Yeah. Okay. So we're all tired. We need caffeine. It's been a long weekend. It's been a long weekend. So I'll make <laughs> So yeah, we're just gonna wrap it up. Well, devil eyes. <laughs> we'll 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 uh so I guess we're gonna come back on Wednesday. I don't know when I'm gonna post this, probably Monday. But we'll uh we'll come back and uh, it'll be fun. Okay. Yeah. Oh, before we go though, uh I was talking to someone at one of the tables and apparently a lot of the third party pr- product we've been waiting on is getting ready to hit really soon. So, so. make sure your uh credit card is paid up. Yeah. Yeah. There goes my money. money. Yeah, because all the stuff we've waiting for has been slightly delayed, slightly delayed, slightly delayed, or not quite ready. Yeah, it's all going to be hitting. So that's not going to be fun. We'll see you later. Take care, everybody.